Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host as always, Matthew Roberts, and this is Series 2, Episode 216 of this study podcast. And as always, on a Monday, we are taking a pause from our Come Follow Me study for this week, uh, and we are just covering a few items uh, which have kind of accumulated over the past week, which I want to share with you. First of all, um, I've mentioned this on the Facebook group already, but my book, uh, From Father to Child, Raising a, Ch- Raising a Child to Spiritual Strength in Generation Alpha, uh, is now available on Amazon. Uh, you can get it um, on Kindle, uh, and you can also get it in paperback form if you wish as well. Uh, and so I'm pretty excited about it. It's something which I mentioned uh, four or five months ago now that I felt impressed to do, and I've done it. Uh, so hopefully, uh, if you're interested, you can... Um, if you join on uh, join in on Amazon, I'll post the link in the show notes. And if you're interested, um, I think it's relatively inexpensive, uh, and it'd be lovely to get some um, thoughts. I know many of you may well have bought it uh, whilst the uh, Kindle uh, version was free. Thank you very much for that. The, uh, as of Sunday morning, there is over twenty copies purchased, which is just wonderful. Um, it'd be amazing if those over twenty people could leave a review after you've had some time to read through it and take your thoughts on it. Some positive comments on Amazon would would mean the absolute world to me. So if you get a spare minute, please do that. I'll leave the the link to it in the show notes if you've not had a chance to look at it already, uh, and it is available there. But I'm really excited about that. And uh, as I mentioned, it's it's been a work which has been close to my heart over the past half, like five or six months or so. So really would appreciate you taking a look and uh, considering leaving a review. Thank you again. so as always on a Monday, we're going to look at some listener comments and we'll go to the Facebook group for this as I didn't get any any emails this week. Um, but at the start of the week, we had a look at Alma 39 and we talked about uh, President Oaks's uh, quote on pornography and uh, other illicit sexual relations as well. And just really some wonderful comments. One by Nikki, who, uh, who spoke about the best thing that we can give to our eternal companion on our, on our wedding days ourselves and to not to not taint that. Now, of course, for those that are listening that have maybe made some choices that they shouldn't have, repentance is always there and can, you know, wipe the slate clean. And so that is a wonderful blessing and invitation to be had there. Uh, I also shared a quote last week from Jacob Z. Heiss, The Power of Stillness, talking about meaningful prayer not always needing to be lengthy or deeply philosophical. Uh, and Candace Welch really appreciated this. She said about it, this saying, I really appreciated this quote because I've been feeling like my prayers weren't good enough and I needed to say more eloquent prayers. But this is so true that little prayers that come from the heart are more powerful than long eloquent prayers that you never say. I thought that was a wonderful uh, insight there. And I think that um, this, you know, was a really important point to make. Uh, Galen uh, Anderson uh, gave a couple of uh, posts this week, which was lovely. Uh, first of all, saying that I've been quoted in his gospel library notes, which is which was a lovely comment uh, and really liked. But what he um, spoke about um, chapter thirty nine as well, and talked about how the three greatest sins are related: murder is the un- unauthorized taking of life, adultery the unauthorized giving of life, and denying the Holy Ghost, cutting oneself off from eternal life. And so there is a clear link there. But it was also commented on, on Candice this time as well, saying that adultery doesn't always necessarily give life, but it is a violation of the body, our temple, uh, which is similar to what murder is. And so there is definite links, uh, both very different, very, both different perspectives there, but both linked in, in a way, really, about how recognizing these three, you know, really, um, well, I'm trying to think of the right word for this, 
basically really bad sins is what I'm trying to say. Uh, the sins of most consequence for our eternal progression, I suppose. Uh, they are linked uh, in some ways. And so that was a really in- insightful comments there by, by, by both Galen and Candice there. So I really appreciate that. Uh, and then um, just moving forward... Oh, we had quite a few comments on the um, on the announcement of my book. Uh, really excited. Uh, a couple of comments there by a couple of individuals. Really appreciated that. Uh, and then also uh, on Sunday, yesterday, uh, I posted a link to the mediator video on YouTube. And actually, uh, David Burgess pointed out there is also um, a link to it on the official church website too. So making sure that we're keeping in check and making sure that we, re- we remember that that video is available on the main church website too. So it's a wonderful video. And if you haven't had a chance to have a look at the mediator video, I really would recommend it. I mean, obviously we're past that week as it were, we come follow me, but there's nothing to say that you couldn't share it today. It's just like a little follow-up from last week with your family or even just have a look at it yourself. Uh, it really does. Um, in fact, I shared it on my ward WhatsApp group and there was a couple of wonderful comments about it. Uh, a few individuals were saying that there's some people that they knew previously had taught that the mediator video is probably one of the best illustrations or explanations we have of how the atonement works for us in terms of our salvation. Um, And I I couldn't agree more. It is a wonderful um, clip. So yeah, that'll be really well worth watching. So that'll that'll do for the listener comments. Uh, I've I've got really two things I want to share with you, but I I do think that I'm going to run the risk of not doing either of them justice if I try and squeeze them in. So what I'll do is I'll aim to share the other one uh, next week. The The thing I aim to share next Monday is about, um, apparently, um, a few a couple of months ago, there was a time capsule um, dug out from the Salt Lake City Temple. Obviously, they're doing the renovation work on it uh, currently, and they found this time capsule that was laid in uh, with one of the stones. Um, and so it's really interesting. If you are interested uh, to find out more, about it before I share it in more in detail with you next week, then you can just Google LDS Salt Lake Temple time capsule and I'm sure it will come up. Um, but what I'm going to share today is actually uh, from President and uh, from President Nelson um, about closing temples. Uh, and actually it was a really insightful article. Um, as we know, on March the 25th, 2020, the first presidency announced that all temples will be closed by the end of the day. Um, now from July the 27th, Monday, the July, Monday, the 27th of July, when this article was posted, um, there are some temples entering phase two where all living ordinances, including endowments can be performed just for those, for those that are living. Uh, and I know, I know personally, a few members who are waiting for that day, particularly a couple who got married recently in our stake, who of course couldn't be sealed because, uh, one of the couple hasn't been endowed yet, but of course they can't be endowed yet because our temple is still in phase one, which means that sealings can happen. But of course, you can't be sealed if you're not endowed. So it's a real waiting game for some people. Um, and of course, it has had an impact on our worship. President Nelson has been has opened up about the decision to close temples. And he's really, you know, um, it's really quite emotional when you, when you sit and read it. Uh, he says, um, quote, how difficult was it to, to make the decision to close the temples? That was painful. It was racked with worry. I found myself asking, what would I say to the Prophet Joseph Smith? What would I say to Brigham Young, Wilford Rudruff, and the other presidents on on up to President Thomas S. Monson? I'm going to meet them soon. To close the temples would deny for would deny for all for which all those brethren gave everything, but we really had no other alternative. Close quote. It's quite clear here that um, it was a really you know well deliberated and considered decision and obviously it it really was the only decision that could be made um 
you know, many governments would have forced, I'm sure, temples to close anyway uh, before the decision before the decision was made by the prophet. I know in the UK, for example, all places of worship were closed for three months or so, uh, and so or three and a half months or whatever it was, and. Um, so even if the prophet hadn't decided to close those temples, they would have been closed by law anyway. Um, but obviously the prophet made the decision before many places started closing things down anyway, clearly having some sort of insight in, into what would need to happen. Um, obviously, I think that um, we need to recognize just how big a decision it was and how big the decision is on which temples can go back and when and what they can do. Um Sister Nelson uh, taught about how she had been impressed that during January and February, she had, the, she had received the impression to attend multiple temple sessions. By early March, she had done the same number of ordinances that, that, that she usually does in five months, in just two months. And then she says, quote, little did we know that the temple would be then closed for three months, Sister Nelson says. So that's all about how the Lord will actually will prepare us or will actually prepare us. Um. So anyway, if you follow the clip that I'm going to share on the show notes, there's actually a video um, on the Church News website f uh, about this and President Nelson and Sister Nelson teaching about, you know, the decision to close the temples. And I just thought, I mean, there wasn't really a, well, it wasn't required that President Nelson opened up and spoke about this, but I just love how how open and how inspired he seems to be to, to share these things because it's made me appreciate a lot more how much he is a, a prophet of God, that he has... The, the mantle on his shoulders and that he really considers and prayerfully re seeks revelation on the decisions that need to be made. I, I found it really useful and really informative. Thank you for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study session. Please do share it, rate, review it, subscribe to it. Let other people know so we can gain more people listening and sharing their thoughts on the Facebook group. Uh, you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you're interested in joining a future podcast episode to study with me. Uh, on um, on Zoom. That would be amazing to hear from someone so that we can um, link up and share another guest uh, study buddy. Uh, and also there's obviously the Facebook group I've mentioned, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, so you can join the discussion there and hear your thoughts heard. Thank you for listening and until we meet again. <laughs>